0: Hey what's up everybody Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle With my boy Boots the King from Cowboys TV What's up baby Joe Ryan man how are you brother We're doing good we're doing good It's been a long week Lots of uh, topics here to cover here for the next episode So I- I'm uh, very excited to hop right into it man So um, first thing obviously right off the bat Cowboys rookie minicamp completed this week What's your thoughts on it
1: Wow, Joe. I mean, where do you want to start? You know, the weekend went by, and it's Mother's Day, and it's, it's Saturday, and Friday, you out shopping to get your mom something. Um, then the Friday, you know, the entry-level practice. Um, and, and it was a lot um, to digest. They're out there. They're working around. You see Bo Scarborough. Um, he's huge. Leighton Vanderash is huge, Joe. I didn't realize he was that big. big um boy. like Big boy. Like you. He's 6'5 on paper, but then it's different to C6'5, right? Um, so L V, uh, you know, t- Dalton Schultz has some good size on him, Joe. Seeing that picture and they're all standing together, I was I was like, okay, Dalton. Like he's he stands about as tall as Leighton. Uh, Mike White has good size on him. Uh he stands about as tall as Leighton. They're all that's they got some trees yeah. there. Yeah, they do. Um so it was good to see them running around. Uh, just, you know, a bunch of takes, Joe. Uh, you know, the practice format, more teaching. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, what do you think about that, Joe, before we dive in uh, more?
0: I, I really I really love that idea of them doing more, uh, you know, work. Getting the playbook down and that kind of thing. As opposed to, you know, pushing them harder than... Them. I mean, it's a different league. We're in a different era. This is not like, the 90s. Uh, you know, things have changed with the CBA and that sort of thing. And I think the Cowboys are adapting to that a lot better this year. And I, I think they took the right approach here. I really, yeah,
1: will. yeah. Um, I completely agree. And then, you know, I hit it on my channel. When you see LV move, now it's very early. We're not falling for the traps, right? Right on, right on. When you see him move, you like it. Uh, absolutely, like you know what I mean, Joe. Like yeah. he doesn't look stiff; it doesn't look forced. He he doesn't look like a statue out there. That he runs well for that six five, and you know, well, I'm sure we'll get into more Chris Rashard, but I can imagine him scanning and patrolling the middle of the field. Now, what a lot of Cowboys fans don't know is he has a, a basketball background, and and it makes sense now. Um, I can see him being like a, a pretty decent small forward or power forward uh so he doesn't he doesn't look stiff joe i I like that um you know you didn't see much quarterback action you heard the thing from gilbrand let me ask you this joe is the is the i hit this on my channel is the mike white hype train gonna get going here soon uh well
0: i can tell you this right now for a fact (laughs) i i I know for a fact that you are the president of that club (laughs) And there's, nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that because it's true. He backs up his uh, – what you see in, on tape, you know, is, is he's the real deal. I think the Cowboys got an absolute steal in the fifth round. I think they're going to break that fifth round drought. Uh, we've missed countless picks in the fifth round, but I think this guy's going to break that drought. Um, I can see it, man. I, I, I definitely see it with the, with the arm, uh, the accuracy, and the uh, – it's going to be an interesting fight, man. Now, here, here's here's a question I have for you, Dove telling off this conversation. This is good, good stuff. So, we know that Cooper Rush beat out Kellen Moore, right? Uh-oh. And now we, now we know that Kellen Moore um, and White had a really close relationship during the draft process. Is there a conflict of interest here? Does Cooper Rush have anything to be concerned about in that aspect, do you think?
1: Yeah, so <laughs> Joe, I, I started to allude that to it. it's crazy, dude. Like people want us to disagree, but we're like, we we need to go GM a team, Joe. We really, do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You'll, you'll give me, you'll keep me, you'll keep me grounded, and then we'll, we can have these. No, but here's the thing. This was this was Kellen Moore's guy, okay? Yeah. So with him, I was reading with him really being this. This is his first coaching job, and and. And and it's it's crazy how you can just get a prime position like that, right? Right. Able to just be under Lenahan, a backup wasn't much in the league. Now he's a, a quarterbacks coach for the Dallas Cowboys, really, and he'll probably go on to be a coordinator one day. Um, very smart guy. So, but anyway, I said all I to say. This was his guy, from they said throughout the draft, the whole draft process. Um, Joe. Definitely a conflict of interest. Like, yeah. I mean, they're going to be in his ear because, you know, he was he was out on the road. Like, he was at the senior bowl. Mike White, Mike White. They spoke at the senior bowl, him and Kellen. Yeah. And then his pro day. So somewhat of a conflict. But here's the thing. And it's, I'm glad that you brought this up, Joe, because, number one, what's the problem with having good quarterbacks? You see the way that these team drafts that these teams draft and underdevelop and stop developing quarterbacks. If you can get a guy who some teams literally had a second-round grade on White, but the way that the draft fell, you know, good players got pushed back because of, obviously, the five quarterbacks early. The way that the draft fell, Joe, Mike White's there in the fifth. So yeah. what's wrong with having three good quarterbacks? Even Cooper, you can flip one of these guys for a pick. We want picks. We want, you know, capital, maybe trade. You know what I'm saying, Joe? So, if you have a guy, I don't see what's wrong with that. And I'm telling you, I'm telling Cowboys fans now, he's going to light up preseason. He is. He just is. He had a bad team around him at Western Kentucky. Receivers were average and he made them look good. People and fans saw what happened when he went to the Senior Bowl, throwing guys open, the big play to Chark. So, you know, you guys can, I mean, well, not you guys. People, they know I'm high on white, but. Yo, Brandt said it, man. He tweeted it out. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, that, that's a camp battle to watch for sure, man. For sure. Right. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Um, yes. Do you have any other hot takes on there for the rookie minicamp? I, you know, I, talking about um, Van Der Esch, I think we can put this kind of a made-up narrative of him being a Bob Carpenter. I mean, that's just not the case, right? So, uh you know, you see, yeah, you, you see him moving good. out there. He looks, he looks smooth, like you say. I mean, he, he's got good hips where he can backpedal, and that's kind of why they like him and, and drop him back in zone coverage. You don't see big men like that doing that. So
1: that's, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. that was. The, that was the good thing for me, Joe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can I ask you a question,
1: Joe, about Leighton? Let's do it. What would be the hardest thing for him, year one? Like, what would be the learning curve? Will it be? You know the physicalness of the game. Will it be the speed of the game? Um, coming from Boise State, Joe, do you think it'll be understanding coverages? What, what to you, Joe? What will be the? Because the the book on Layden is that he's an ascending player. He's still learning. He's still growing. But you're not drafting him for what he is now. You're drafting him for what he will he will be. Right. So to you, Joe, what will be the hardest thing? Just just a just a guesstimation.
0: I think the speed of the game. I think that's okay. that's always been the thing for any rookie coming into the NFL. You're, you know, when you're in college, you got a few guys that are standout speedy guys that already have NFL. But then you have the other guys that are not. In the NFL, everybody's that guy. So you know he's gonna have to go up against you know the best lineman shed. Um, that's mm-hmm. one thing that that I didn't really like in his tape was his his shed and leading uh, taking on blocks with his shoulder watched actually broke that down really good. But uh, I'm I'm confident in Ben Bloom. Ben Bloom worked him out, and that was almost like his pet cat through this draft process. Uh, so I'm excited about it, and I think he's going to do well. But, yeah, for me, the speed of the game is probably the biggest thing for him to to deal with.
1: Okay. that's I mean, that's a good hit, Joe, and that's actually a really good eye by you. That was kind of like – you know, I'll admit it. The video's still up. Is he? You know, I I I. I titled it. Is he, Bobby Carpenter, or is he? You know, a, a good player, and we can put away that narrative. It was, it was, it was slightly lazy on me. I'm not perfect. At the same time, his tape isn't perfect. Yeah. And you know, speaking on a rookie, who came in, I can think of one linebacker, and it just had he just happens to be white. Actually, Sean Lee had a really good rookie year too. Um. Um. Do you remember sean Lee when he came in? He was flying around, dude
0: yeah he was he he put a stamp on there. We knew this guy had the uh, had the juice that's yeah
1: but there's a guy by the name of Luke Keekley. Now there's no way I would ever call vander as Luke keekley, but dude, he was so good as a rookie man I think he was I think he was first team all pro as a rookie. It's crazy. He's still
0: one of my favorite players. I, You know, the, the, the thing I love about the NFL is you, you not, not only do you love your team, but it's it's okay to to like other players, man. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, I like Keekly. I like Le'Veon Bell. I just like watching Playmakers. It's an amazing thing to watch what some of these guys can do. You know what I
1: mean? No, 110%. 110%. Um, I always have to get in battle. (laughs) It's funny you said Le'Veon, because to me, Zeke's the best running back in the league. Age to actually running the football. Not everybody, when I I always get in these battles with, you know, I'm in D.C., so obviously Skins fans try to give me hell. They're always thinking of a guy who's going to be better than Zeke. And like, even Le'Veon, number one, look at the quarterback he's playing with. So Ben understands every defense. He can throw him these little dumps and get his passing yardage up. That's not really Dak's game yet. Uh, we obviously want Dak to do well. Um, so, And then they always give me David Johnson. And I say, cool. But my rebuttal to that is this. Pound for pound, why do I need Zeke catching the football? The yards are going to come if he's catching it, running it. If he was, it was a stretch, his rookie year, he was averaging like 120 a game. So my thing is, as a rookie doing that, yeah, I get the O-line, but he had, like, 900 yards after contact as well. Yeah. So I always say, like, and they did – you know what's funny, Joe, because during his draft season, everybody's shaming Dez, but then they always compare these receivers coming out. He has Dez Bryant traits, and, <laughs> and obviously, you know, Saquon, he's the best. He's even better than Zeke, and mm-hmm. I tell people, yo, know, be careful with that because, like, even with Saquon – He's going to have to learn. Everything's not going to be, be – you're not going to be able to bounce it out. I don't think he runs in the, between the tackles better than Zeke. I no, don't.
0: I agree. That's yeah, I totally so, agree.
1: I say all that to say just like I know I went off on a tangent, but I think that Zeke is so complete, dude. And um, I love Le'Veon, but I, I like Zeke. Zeke's my boy. He can stay off in the field. We need him. We need him, Joe. We need him, Joe.
0: He's, he's a – Man, defenses have their hands full with that boy, man. He, he's the real deal. You know, you don't go You're fourth it, overall for nothing. I'm glad we got him. Um, but let's let's move to the next topic here. Um, Dez Bryant, you know, it's been 30-something plus days. Hasn't been picked up by a team yet. Um, then we have Sanjay Lau having comments on, on Dez as well, kind of calling him out. What's your thoughts on Dez right now? Not, why has he not been picked up yet, and what do you think about the comments?
1: Jay, I text you. Joe, I text you early this morning. That's that's the thing y'all got to understand. Me and Joe, it's it's really like brotherhood. I be texting this full, like, yo, I can't believe this. That was trash. I didn't like it. Um, I thought it was Bush League. um, And I didn't hear it in context, but it should have never been said. I'm sure he was asked the question, but, you know, these guys go through media training and it just didn't need to be said. Period. I don't. You know, even the the one thing that I say about Garrett that I like to us, he deflects everything. He's so vanilla, but to his team, he has character. You get what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah, he does. And yeah, understands. And Sanjay will learn. But it just it just was uncalled for. Like you know you know anything that you say being affiliated with the Cowboys, anything. And then with it being related to Dez, like they say he did a cut up on Dez. And basically, um, you know, he he found inconsistencies in his game. I'm like, dude, there's so many more things. And I, I do cut-ups and watch film all the time. And I'm not saying I know more than Sanjay Lyle, but come on. It's low, it's Bush League, you know. And he did compliment him, but the inconsistencies thing. Yeah, just, i just rather say, you know, Des isn't here. We're going to move forward with the guys that we have. So yeah, I didn't like, yeah. it, you know. That's what I said. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, you know, and then as far as Dez not having a job, you know, I don't I don't know, Joe. I don't know. Could have been all or nothing, could have been circles in the league, or talking to some Cowboys coaches here, maybe. So
0: Yeah. What
1: yeah. do you think? What do you think about him not having a job, John?
0: I'm I'm honestly surprised, man. I'm I'm honestly very yeah. surprised. I mean he still has the attributes. I mean he's not a you know, he's not a twenty an early 20 year old i mean you know what he is at this point in his career but he, he can still contribute i mean you can never have enough wide receivers as well so Dez, good player man I, I hope he lands somewhere and you know can continue his career so um i want to see him out there playing making plays so that's where i'm at with des but yeah i totally agree on Sanjay Lau. just he's not here anymore just leave it at that and move on let's talk about our guys here all right michael gallup uh, mm-hmm. these Alan Hearns, let's concentrate more on these guys at this point.
1: Yeah, nah, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Um, yeah, I, You know, hearing Gallup talk, I, I like it, Joe. I like the way he's talking. Um,
0: he is coming across impressive. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, you, we always get uh, caught up in a lot of these interviews, like, hey, you're saying the right things and this and that, but how about Chris Richard's interview here that, that we saw? Um, how are you feeling about him? I I mean let me let me know your thoughts. We we haven't really talked about him here offline but
1: let me know what you think. Let's... oh man, I was inspired, dude. Um yeah. I was inspired. I think that you know, I think the thing that 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 fans are going to really that's going to go unsaid is that he's 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 not out of touch as a coach, okay? He's not like old ball coach, you know, 40 year gap. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like a 60-year-old man coaching from, and that's not a knock on Marinelli because it's not, because Marinelli's a great, he's he's a legendary coach, he really is. But I'm talking about just like in general, he's not one of those, you know, older guys just kind of coaching the position. You can tell that he's really he understands these guys. He listens to the music. He's 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 older. He's 38, but he's not, you know he's just not out of touch and he's gonna allow like i'm sure he came in byron let's be honest you, you know you're a corner yeah. let's get you let's get you let's get you paid you know what i mean talking to him like that yeah. let's get you paid i know exactly what we're gonna do with you we're gonna cover one of them and we're gonna let you jam and we're gonna let you run with these receivers who can't separate from me you see what i'm saying i feel like that's what and 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 he said it he came out and said it we
0: want to play press, man. That's, we want to play yeah. press. That's that's what it is. And I've man, I when is the last time we ever ran press consistently? It, it I hate being off fifteen freaking yards. You got a first down right there, you know, on a quick hit. So I love that interview, man. I do, I do. I, I just get this really good vibe from Chris Richard. That he's a game changer on the coaching side. He's gonna. I think that's gonna trickle down to the rest of the defense as well. I'm ready
1: yeah man I think he I think he came in I think he saw the personnel you know even even with his comment you know th- th- there's an exception for J Lou and I, lo- I love all of that Joe like man talk about it bro and and, and and he and he's done his homework and you can tell right you can tell um, because he's right Jordan Lewis isn't tall but he does have good length he's built weird like he has long arms. And he's feisty, and he tackles so well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, now, Anthony Brown is the one. Like, Anthony Brown is your one cover three, like, off corner. I don't really want him playing press too much. He doesn't play press well. Doesn't get his head around. That's Like, that's all. And he's, yo, Anthony Brown has exceeded all expectations. So this isn't a knock on Brown. Yeah. Um, he just, he just, he has to overcompensate. Technique-wise, he's just like with with Cheeto and with with um with Byron and Jordan, because Byron at corner was really good, especially when he had to play against Gronk. His rookie year, he played really well. Um, I remember that assignment, but it's like it's it's gonna be fun to, to say the least. So it's gonna be fun, and and Chris the the interviews, I feel like he's gonna be brutally honest at times.
0: Absolutely, the energy, the articulation, I just. I think it's going to be good for the Cowboys, man. I think we're going to just see a lot of things uh, open up for the defense. Uh, things that we haven't seen in the past, especially in the secondary. So I'm excited. Very excited about that. Yeah, um, definitely. <clears throat> something that we want to do here moving forward for the podcast is we want to bring you guys a prospect to, uh, you know, go look up and, uh, you know, try to remember and follow during the upcoming collegiate season you know people that are going to be entering the 2019 draft so uh, and I, we're going to you know each podcast we're going to try to give you guys one name one player and uh you know just expose you guys to that so without further ado let's dig into this little segment here uh who who you got for me foots
1: joe we should call this segment a look forward
0: i look forward forward. i love it let's do it i look forward
1: that's what hey joe and you know what when we were talking about this, this is what we're giving you guys at the Cowboys Huddle because we, so me and Joe want our listeners, we want to open up debate. We want to open up conversation. But the biggest thing is, like me and Joe, when we're texting, we want to bring you guys into our world. So when we're texting, I'm like, Joe, you watch this guy? Joe's like, No. And I'm like, Joe, he went to Notre Dame. Joe's giving me guys to watch. And we just piggyback off each other like, ah, I don't like him or no, I don't like him. But what it does is like come 2019, we'll be prepared. A lot of people, fans, YouTubers, whoever, they, they catch on late. And the thing that I like about getting these names out early is you'll be able to really see their progression throughout the year. The actual college football season, so it won't be like you're going back reading it. You can have a real, like, thought formulated if that makes sense. You know what I mean, Joe?
0: Muscle memory, baby. Muscle memory.
1: Yeah, bro. Like you, nobody had to tell you. I, you did. You hit Quentin Nelson before anybody. Nobody had to tell you about Quentin Nelson, Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's things like that. I'm. We. I was high on Evans before he caught on. So. My guy, Joe, um, now he was supposed to come out. I got two. My guy is uh, Christian Wilkins. He was supposed to come out this year. He pulled back, wanted to stay in college. And honestly, everybody on that Clemson, he's, Clemson, he's a Clemson D-in, D- yeah. t- D-tackle. Yeah. That whole Clemson line is going to go probably first round. The theme for this draft, 2019, defensive line, defensive line, defensive line, which... Bingo works out great for the Cowboys. We were talking, well, we'll hit it later, but don't know what's gonna happen with Irvin. Um I here's a guy, depending on how the draft falls, if some quarterbacks scoot in every year, the quarterbacks start like in the second round, and they get pushed up when teams start to suck. Yeah. So that's my guy, Joe. And oh, I got one more. Um Michael Jackson. Just because that's his name. No, his name is Michael Jackson. Uh, He plays for Miami. He's a corner, really good corner. So watch those two guys um, throughout the year, you all. Michael Jackson, he has great feet, can play press, can play off, very smart. Um, And um, just a good player. So watch Jackson and watch Wilkins, guys.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you, Futz, man. Wilkins is a good one. I actually thought he was going to come out, and he was one of the ones that uh, took a while to, to announce that he was going to return back. So, um, I saw a lot about him. I like him, man. I like him. Defensive tackle, I think, is going to be a position for us. But the player that I want you guys to know about is Tevon Coney, linebacker, Notre Dame. This guy here, uh, junior, decided to, to go back his senior year. 6'1", 240 pounds, has good range, good speed. Um, I think he's going to be somebody that's going to test well at the Combine. Next season when he comes out, but uh, you see him progress each season. He's a captain now, so uh, versatile can play outside linebacker, can move inside. So he's got a lot of traits that the Cowboys like, and the Cowboys like that program at Notre Dame. And it just happens to be mm-hmm. the team that I follow. So keep an eye out on Tavon Coney, Notre Dame Tevon. linebacker. Tavon Coney, number four. His jersey number is number four. But check him out, guys.
1: Okay, what's his what's his uh what's his play style like, Joe?
0: His play style is he's going to come and get you, and he's going to try to get the turnover. Okay. He's got uh, some pass rush traits. He'll get sacks, force. He's got a lot of tackles behind the line. So, I mean, seek can strike. I mean, seeking can strike. He's
1: hes a good one. Okay. Okay. Okay, Joe. Man, good stuff, man. Wow, this was an A-plus, man. Um, I feel like we've hit everything, Joe. What you think?
0: we do and then we do have one last topic here to cover and it is David Irving and you know, you kind of touched on it here you kind of touched on it there for it's about you know defensive tackle and we're talking about David Irving now so uh, you know Fisher just had an article come out here about he won custody but you just kind of feel that there's a lot of drama around uh, David Irving I mean congrats to him getting custody I mean that's a big deal you know for a man to get custody of their child but but behind it you know there's drama there the whole comps came out and you know now you're on the nfl's radar roger goodell and his henchmen so but what, what's your feel man what's your, what's your feel on irvin
1: joe i'm, I'm kind of getting sick of him um you hate to throw people away but i just don't know if he loves football joe um and i i think that's what the cowboys are about they say they are they'll put up with you if you're good enough the problem is David Irving has had flashes. That Green Bay game where he had the sack on A-Rod and he couldn't be blocked. Yeah. Like, all of that was great. Then he disappears. Then he disappears. That's it. He disappears, Joe. He does. Yeah,
0: he does. He really does.
1: He disappears, Joe. I know. How, what's your thoughts, Joe? You you haven't really opened too, too much up about Irving.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, man. I'll be 100% <laughs> honest. And I, I kind of touched on it during the draft coverage. People asking in the comments what I thought about would I take a second rounder? If somebody gave him, I for me, I was like, I hope somebody gives us a second rounder for David Irving, and then we flip that and do something with it. You know, there was a whole Earl Thomas second round conversation. We could have done that. Could have grabbed another marquee plan with the second rounder. So for me, I was, I was okay, you know. Um but yeah, it's, he's just a frustrating player, man. He's just frustrating. You got suspensions you got off field the girlfriend now this whole thing so it's too much yeah yeah it's just, it's just a lot man it's just a lot and it's like you said after a while it gets old on the cowboys I and mean, we, we saw what happened with lucky whitehead he kind of went through this stage of a kidnapped dog and then accused of stealing when it wasn't him but just the cowboys were fed up with it i mean he's kind of on that path he's not careful not to say the cowboys would cut him because i mean unfortunately we're shorthanded at defensive tackle, you
1: know, and um, yeah, especially with the injury to Collins, yeah, um, that hurt. That hurt, and then not getting um, McLean, T. Max, and not getting McLean, a player I really like. Yeah, um, and I see why Atlanta paid him, and you know Dan Quinn running that. That rotation, you know, former Seattle disciple, it makes sense. He knows what, they know what McClain can do, and they run a 4-3. You know, it's just funny, like the Skins, I don't know what the hell's up with that organization. They draft, I mean, they took McClain, try to make him a nose. He's not a nose in a 3-4. They,
0: they yeah. try to do that with Hatcher, too, and they
1: try to make him yeah, just like, like,
0: dude, what are you guys doing, man?
1: Yeah, like, I don't know who's in their pro personnel. I don't know. I don't mind, trust me. yeah Yeah, like yeah i'm the same way like they're gonna go and try to make skandrick an outside corner and he's not it's it's just like i don't it's crazy joe that man you probably know more than their personnel (laughs) department right yeah it's
0: funny man but it's so true it's like you're drafting these alabama defensive tackles and you're running (laughs) a three four what are you guys doing man I, like I'm not, like their picks don't scare me because I know that they're gonna misuse them. You know what I mean? Like if you tell me they're running a four or three full time with these guys, then yeah. But man, they just they don't scare me with their draft picks and free agent acquisitions. It just does nothing to me. You know?
1: Yeah, like even Jonathan Allen, that was a waffle pick. He was like very mediocre yeah. last yeah. year. Like the, I hate to say it, but. The way the league is now, if you don't see much their rookie year, not even just you need to see something. Like we were just talking about Byron Jones, we're hard on Byron Jones, but you saw something,
0: yeah,
1: dude. I saw nothing with Allen. Maybe I got to go back and watch him more. But he stunk. And then like with Deron Payne, his the knock on him is what Deron Payne are you getting? So yeah, yeah, the the, the championship game, he was great throughout the season he just didn't show it's like game like did he play did he record a tackle
0: yeah
1: and like you can't bs against the cowboys i mean when you're playing us our offensive line and like with with uh with with williams oh man
0: it's williams yeah dude it's exciting i'm excited That, that that offensive line has the potential to be back baby
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: our bread and butter, man. I, I love it. But um, you got anything else, foots, before we cut out?
1: Nah, man. Uh, just keep supporting both channels, Joe. You're you're doing amazing work. Before I jumped on, I caught your video on Gregory. Um, which is, you know what? I may start drinking the tea because you're gonna need it. You're gonna need them, especially like playing press man and doing those things. You need to get home. That's what, and so. That's what I was gonna say too. There's only there's a couple downfalls to press man. Technique has to be right. Um, has to. You're more susceptible for big plays. It's just like when you were blitzing with going crazy with Rob Ryan. It's the same thing. Um, and the technique has to be right, and you have to have a D line who can get home. Five seconds, the ball has to be out because you want to you want to mess timing up. You know what I mean? You're
0: yeah, right and, on. And, yeah, you're spot on with that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, get them off the route so. But, uh, i was just watching your video on gregory he get mad uh, you know we'll see
0: it'll be for but me no, it. yeah it'll be icing on the cake that's kind of where it's at it'll be icing on the cake hopefully you know he'll, he'll, it is real and he can stay clean and we get him yeah i agree me too Jeff. uh the last thing i have for you guys is um i do have a discount code for fan Chest. i know some of you guys follow follow me and if you don't, go check out uh, some of my v- videos there, Cowboys blog. But I do have a, a working relationship with Fan Chest Memorabilia just in time for Father's Day. I do have a discount code uh, for you guys to use. To get, it saves you 10% off of Fan Chest just in time for Father's Day. And the discount code is Joe for the win. All right. So do that. Hook yourself up, hook your father up, anybody, anybody you want, get that little deal going. Okay.
1: Hey, do it. I may go do it, Joe.
0: Do it. Do it. But uh, that's it, guys. I think we'll close it out with that. We really appreciate all you guys supporting the the, the videos here and the, the podcast. Make sure you subscribe there on SoundCloud and check out Cowboys Huddle. And uh, show some love there. Subscribe. Follow us. Give us the little heart there. Like it. Share it out to everybody.
1: That's it, man. Thank you guys so much for everything that you guys are doing. We see the growth. Like, we check it. And we see it, and it's just going to spread even more. And that's what we're excited about. So thank you, guys.
0: Amen to that. All right, guys. We'll see you for the next huddle. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace.